You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Contextually, love is not the primary word agape that's used for love throughout the New Testament. It's the Greek word Philadelphia where we have basically turned it into an an English term in reference to uh, Philadelphia being the uh, place of brotherly love but but Philadelphia is not the place (laughs) of brotherly love as it is put forth. Love contextually is used in a social and moral sense. Socially, it has to do with interacting with your brother, your brothers and sisters in a pleasant and helpful way. Not just when your brothers and sisters are being pleasant. Love in the text is interacting with your brothers and sisters in a pleasant and helpful way. Even when they are not lovable. And don't act like that because you have your days when you're not lovable. Everybody in here, you you have them days to where you're not the best person to be around. You're not God. You're not the epitome of love. You have your days. You know, and and, uh, sometimes we we don't know that you're having one of those days. We we just coming by to see how you're doing, but you having one of them days and and say to your neighbor when some folks have them days I guess we need to say including myself is ugly. It's ugly. It is not a pretty thing. But if you're Philadelphia, if you're loving like a true brother or sister, you're going to be pleasant and helpful despite having a not-so-good day. You with me? That's where we're trying to get to. Some of us are not there yet, but that's where we're trying to get to. Amen? All right. Now, from... A social standpoint, it has to do with, love has to do with brothers and sisters doing what is proper or right to each other. 
even though you may do me wrong, I'm not going to turn rail for rail. Because I am Philadelphia, I am going to do the proper thing when it comes to you. Lord, I was hoping I was going to get a little help by now. Because I am Philadelphia, I am going to do what's right or proper toward you. No, I was hoping you were going to say I'm going to do what's right and proper toward you too, Pastor. Because we have to be on the same page. If I'm doing right with you because I'm Christian, you need to do right because you're Christian. You, you know, because I, I don't want to see the walker side of you. Well, let me, let me reverse that because you may not be walker. You don't want to see the walker side of me and I don't want to see the... You, you know how, how folk used to get mad and say, he, he, he don't want the such and such side to come out. He don't want that side to come out. And you would be right. Because that side is not the God side. That side is the side that the Bible tells you to keep under subjection. It, won't, it desires to rise, but you have to keep it under subjection. Understand something. As long as you're on earth, your flesh is going to want to cut up. You're going to want to curse somebody out. You're going to want to do the wrong thing as long as you're here on earth. Let me give you a little Bible. The, the Bible tells us in the book of Galatians, as, as well as Romans, when it talks about the flesh, that there is a war between the spirit and the flesh. And the flesh is the one that's trying to make you do what is contrary to the will of God. And as long as you are in this decaying body, as long as you are in the flesh, you are going to think about doing the wrong thing. You just have to put your flesh under. Even the great apostle Paul said, every time I would do good, evil is present. He was identifying the war between the flesh and the spirit. He's not the only one. You're trying to treat folk right, but, but they're doing stuff that make wrong want to come forth. Say to your neighbor, you, you, you got to love folk despite what they say or do. got to love folk. You got to be Philadelphia for real. I didn't like what she did, but I got to love her. I knew he was going to do me like that, but I got to love him anyhow. Love, according to the text, will reveal your true identity. We'll reveal the real you. 
person behind the makeup. The brother behind the mustache. Yeah, you talking proper, but we, we, we know it's another side to your proper talking self. And that side needs to be killed, put to death. Figuratively speaking now, needs to be put to death. Amen? Your true identity. The person that you, you really are. Yeah. Because if, if the truth be told, that there are some parts of our life that we don't want nobody to be privy to but God. I'm glad pastor didn't see. <laughs> I'm glad so-and-so didn't see. <laughs> Wonder what they would think if they knew I was. Ain't no need to you, you, you looking around because cause this is for everybody right here. This is one of the messages where you can't pull out your little finger and just start, he talking about, no, 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 I ain't, I ain't just talking about her. Now, even though you want to put yourself above it, don't make God mess you up. God will expose you in a quick minute. You try to act like it ain't you. Say to your neighbor, it's just some things that we don't want everybody to see. I want everybody to know about. But but sooner or later, love will reveal some things if we don't get it. If we don't get it right. Now now notice John was talking to the churches. He was talking to the churches of Asia Minor, and look again what what he says here in in First John three and ten. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil, notice, are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. I don't want to be revealed as a child of the devil. I'm going to show you why. Let's go to the book of Revelation. (laughs) 
to your neighbor, we go into the last book now. Revelation chapter 20. The 20th chapter of Revelation. I'm going to start at verse 1. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And notice it's an angel. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who ills, help me, and and bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations. What? And I'm going to stop right there so that he should deceive the nations. What? Say to your neighbor, Satan is a deceiver. And if you are a child of the devil, you try to mislead folk. You try to mislead folks. Because if you're a child of the devil, according to 1 John 3 and 10, you're not going to practice righteousness. To practice means to, to do something as a habit, custom, or tradition. You're not going to practice righteousness, so you're going to practice what uh, the devil does, or demons do. That's what you're going to practice because that's whose child you are. See, I, I know you hear folks say all of us are God's children. That, that's a lie. Some folk just point blank a child of the devil. Jesus, in the book of John 8, and I'm going to take you, take you down in just a few minutes, uh, he even deemed folk he was trying to help that, that rejected his help as children of the devil. Called call the devil their daddy. I'm going to show you that in a minute, but just hold on. Don't, don't try to go now. Stay in, stay in Revelation. You know what I'm I want to see now. Now, hold on. Hold on. We're going now. Just hold on. But don't mislead folk. I mean, just, just, just be honest about stuff. And if you lie, repent. Turn from that. Go back and say, look, I lied. Don't try to fix it. Just look, I messed up when I said that. Because if you don't, you're being the devil. Boy, real quiet right here. Real quiet. I, this affects everybody, though. I, I know it, too. Got this short man up here talking about the devil and all this. and Well, it's just the Bible. And I'm the messenger. You cannot deceive folk. And, and in the world, you see folks that, that will try to deceive you about a car, a house, a loan, and everything. And, and folk are so good to where they, they can smile and be telling you a lie. Misleading you and they smiling in your, in, in your face. You, you used to be an old song that says, smiling faces tell lies. Now that part of the song is true. Because some of us know about folks smiling and lying the whole time. Do you know about that? Let's go to John 8. 
Let's go to John, St. John, uh, the eighth chapter. Now, this is Jesus having a conversation again with, with some Jews of some folk that he was trying to really get saved. But notice what happens here. We're going to start at 37 verse, John 8, 37. Jesus said, I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me. Notice why. Because my word has no place in you. Folk will get mad at the, at the truth. Yeah, they will. Now, Jesus was just telling them the truth, but these folk done got mad and noticed Jesus done discerned. They ready to kill me. Now, I don't know if they had them put their hand on the knife or what, but Jesus discerned that these folk ready to kill me. Be notice this. Because of the word. I'm telling you, my greatest enemies are people that don't like what I preach. And, and I'm going to tell you something. I try my best to preach according to the scripture. I try my best to, to stay line upon line to, to really give an example so people can understand it and break it down. But even when you do that, you still have haters. And Jesus was like that. Jesus was actually the word in flesh. But he still had haters and you can see that according to the text. He done told them the truth to make them free and so forth and so on in John 8, 31 and 32. But they, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. Uh, notice verse 38. He said, I speak what I have seen with my father and you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. See, see, they want to claim that they, they were right, but they weren't living it. Man, you have all kind of folk tell you they're Christian, but you look at their lives. You, you ain't Christian. You just, you just, you just, Put a filth down in two minutes. And you're talking about you're a Christian. You ain't no Christian putting a filth down like that. Filth of jail. Smoking a bunt and then you Christian. No. Taking all them pills even though they prescription to get to get high. And you Christian. No, you're not. No, you're not. They prescribe the doctor. Get, that don't matter. You ain't got no business taking all that to get high. Lord have mercy. But go on. Okay. Y'all ready? Verse 40. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you, help me, which I heard from who? Abraham did not do this. Abraham didn't do this. He didn't do this. You're talking about you, you as children, he, he didn't do nothing like that. Verse 41. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Oh, now they, now they, God is their father. 
the religious folk. Don't like, like you don't know religious folk. Everybody has one in their family, at least one. True? Then, then Jesus said in, in verse 43, what in them? Verse 42. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. Oh, Lord. For I proceeded forth and came from God, nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Then he, then he asked them, why do you not understand my speech? Then he turns around and he answers because you are not able to listen to my word. They can't stand listening to what he's talking about. Some folk can't stand the truth. I was preaching a message not long ago. It was a, was a person on the front row. They, they were, I, could, I could discern that they were hating everything I was saying. And I, and I was like, thank God, Mr. Jackson, right there. In case something happened. I'm serious. Because this cat was looking like he he was ready to come up there. Yeah. Now, then he says in verse 44, You are of your father, the devil. They done told him that, that Abraham is their father. Then they told him, look, God, our father. But then Jesus, I'm point blank. You are of your father, the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. And look, look at how Jesus defines the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. If you lie all the time, you are a child of the devil. If you like to kill folk with your tongue, you are a child of the devil. Because see, that's the biggest thing the devil did with his tongue. He, he killed folks with his tongue. <laughs> he killed Eve with his tongue. And put a seed in Eve and Eve turned around and killed her husband Adam with her tongue. Adam, the day you eat from that tree, you partake of that fruit, you're going to die. But Eve used her tongue to convince him to go to the fruit or to partake of the fruit and death happened. Satan is a master at killing folk with the tongue. And you have folk that are masters at killing folk with their tongue. Again, Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And he who uses it shall eat the fruit thereof. Say to your neighbor, the devil is a murderer. The is a murderer. And the father of lies.
lie all the time. Lie just to lie. That's the reason I know I'm, that, that's the reason I know I'm saved. Because I used to lie just to lie. Lord, I thought I was going to get some help in here. Come on now, let's go back a little bit. How many used to lie just to lie? If you thought it was going to help you out a little bit with your tail, what? I hope you don't still do that. Because if you do, you are a child of the devil. This is good preaching. I don't care what y'all say, this is good preaching. You can get mad, turn flips, turn around. You can even stick your hand up and walk out. This is good preaching. Let's go to First Peter. First Peter. First Peter 5. This is the last thing I want to point out about the devil. How, how many, when you look at your life thus far, you can say, I don't want you to put your hand up, though, that you're a child of the devil. If you are, you know you're in trouble. That's the reason I'm stressing what I'm stressing and, and preaching, preaching or teaching it in the manner that I am. I want you to really examine yourself. Because you can be thinking you like them folks in John 8 and 44. You're all right with God, but you're doing stuff like the devil and you just. Being deceived. This ain't my word. Whose word is this? First, first John. Our first Peter. Five and eight. Ready? Now look at what Peter told the saints. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, who? Walks about like a roaring, seeking whom he may what? He want to destroy folk. He want to destroy reputations. He, he want to destroy what you're trying to build. And look at who the devil is. The adversary of saints. He ain't your friend. Satan is your adversary. I had to be in Alabama, but and and we were we were coming we were coming back from um, from Alabama, Montgomery, and uh, we were we were riding we were riding on the backside of uh, 65, 65 North, and I came by this church and they had they had this sign up that said the devil wants you, but this is the thing. Uh, they had, they had the devil as this little ugly red creature with this pointed tail and had a pitchfork in his hand. I, I want to make something real clear today. Say to your neighbor, that is not the devil. That is not the devil. Even when you consider the devil who was a fallen angel, Lucifer, and you, and you look into the book of Isaiah and Ezekiel, what Isaiah and Ezekiel talk about the devil, give his traits, even give his uh, appearance and so forth. And, and I'm not going there, but let me just say this to you. When you think about the devil... In reference to a person, 
you are thinking in reference to a man, one of the most handsome mans you have ever saw. When you think of the devil in reference to a woman, you are thinking about one of the prettiest and finest women you ever laid your eyes on. You hear me? Be because ain't nobody with no pitchfork and no tail, no pointed tail, going to convince you to do what he or she says. But on the other hand, women, the devil can use a man. And he ain't going to use any, any old man. He's going to use a man that he know can get to you. Brothers, he ain't just going to use any woman. He's going to use a woman that he knows can get through to you. Now y'all trying to act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Say to your neighbor, the devil is not an ugly creature. Now, what he does is ugly. That's the reason he is called, get this, the serpent. The dragon, Satan, Diablos, and I can go on and on and on with what he is called in scripture. That does not say that that's how he looked. He does not look like a dragon. He does not look like a serpent. That's just his character. Satan is beautiful. In the sense of the word. That's the reason he, he was able to convince a third of the angels. Scripture calls them the stars. A third of them to follow him when he, when he decided he was going to try to overthrow God. See, God didn't even, didn't even have to fight him. You, you even see here, you even see in Revelations 21 through 3 to where he sent an angel to change him up. God didn't want to waste his time with him because he's soft. You understand what I'm saying? And on that note, let's look at some traits about God. Y'all ready? 1 John 4 and 8 is the first thing we're going to look at. Y'all hold on, I'm almost done. 1 John 4. Let's go there. Thank you, Brother Harris. First John 4 and 8. He who does not love does not know who. For God is what? See, see, if you say you know God, you're going to be loving on folk. Folk can be hating on you, but you, you're going to be loving on them. Why? You know God. The reason you won't slap certain folk when they get smart with you is because you know God. I heard one person tell a line one time. They were talking about, you know, they, they were saved. I got to admit this. But then they said something because they had heard it from a crazy preacher. I can't curse. I said, you what? I can't curse. I'm, I'm, I'm holy. I can't curse. I said, you telling a lie. I said, yes, you can curse. As a matter of fact, you got, you got, you can walk and, and because you can walk, you can walk in the store and get you a bill. It's just a choice. You choose not to curse. 
How many know what I'm talking about? You can't curse. Yes, you can curse. How many understand that? You can do wrong. But when you know God and know in the text means you have a personal relationship with him. When you have a personal relationship with God, you ain't going to go back to being the person you used to be. Why didn't you slap her? Because I'm saved. Because I'm Christian. Because greater is he that's on the inside of me than he that is in the world. Somebody tell you, well, you should have, you should have cursed them out. You should have slapped them. You should have need them. Let me tell you something. They don't know who you know. They don't know who you know. You got to love folk. You have to love folk. I mean, understanding. Cause you, you haven't felt like cursing somebody out in church. Lord have mercy. Sometimes folk just don't want to just be true. You felt like cursing out your spouse. Some of you probably have. That said about you, you, you ain't saved as you thought. My husband hit me every now and then. That means he ain't as saved as he need to be. Or he may not be saved, Period. He need me on the floor and said he just got in the flesh. There's something, something more than he just got in the flesh. And it happened every other month? No, no. He don't love you. Lord, have mercy. Look, look at it again, First John 4 and 8. Who, he who does not love does not know who? For God is what? Love. Now understand something, I know, I know we are subject to do wrong, but if you got a personal relationship with God, you're going to strive to do what's right. I have told folk off since I've been saved. I ain't cursing nobody out now. I'm just going to be honest with you. I ain't cursing nobody out. But I have told folk out, and then I felt bad. I felt Real bad. And then the Holy Ghost said to me, you need to go back to that person and get it right. If you want me to stay here. Because if you don't get it right, I'm gone. I ain't going to stay in no unclean temple. I got the thing right. So if you do wrong, you're going to get it right if you're Christian. So are you Christian? If you have a personal relationship with God, you're going to strive to do what's right. But you ain't perfect. Don't be telling nobody you can't curse because you save. Yes, you can. You just choose not to what? Curse. Lord have mercy. Let's go to uh, John, St. John. We're looking at who God is. And I'm almost done. Thank you again, my brother. First uh, John, St. John 1. In the beginning, first verse, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. 
And the word was what? He was in the beginning with all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was some of y'all not there yet. Y'all are there yet now? Okay. Let's try it one more time. St. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with and the word was he was in the beginning with all things were made through and without him nothing was that was what? See, see, God is a creator. God is, God is a creator. And, and if you are of God, you're going to be creative. God is the word. And if you are of God, you are going to be about the word. Don't tell me you Christian and you ain't about the word. Don't tell me Christian and, and, and you try to be more like the word when, like the world when you talk than the scripture. It bothers me when you have, when you have preachers that try to be more, what's the word? Help, in tune. Give me another word. Say what? Secular? What else? When you have preachers or even saints that try to be more in tune to what the world is saying and doing than God's word, I got a problem with that. Because sometimes people will use a word not really knowing the origin of the word. Where, Where did that come from? Who came up with that that you're saying in the pulpit? Did a child of the devil come up with this? And now you're saying it to try to show folk that you know what's happening in the world? See, now I'm messing with y'all. But have you ever thought about that? Every word has an origin. Whether from a primitive standpoint or a present standpoint, every word has an origin. If we are children of God, we're going to be about the word. Not just on Sunday. We're going to be about the word every day of the week. Are you with me? Now, back in 1 John 3 and 10, if I am of God, I'm going to practice doing what's right. That's the reason I'm going to be at church. That's the reason I'm, that's, that's the reason I'm going to strive to pray every day. Get in the Word every day. And do all that pertains to the Scripture every day. That's the reason I ain't going to hang with just anybody. I said, that's the reason I ain't going to hang with just anybody. Pastor, we've been boys since. That's the reason I ain't going to hang with any. Paul went so far to say, what fellowship does light have with 
darkness. Righteousness with unrighteousness. You have to check yourself. You can affiliate with folk, but you can't get to the point to where you hang with evil. Yeah, they be getting high, but I just, I don't, I don't be getting high. I just be there. Yeah, I went to the strip club with them, but I didn't, I didn't put no money on them women. I, I was just there with them because, you know, we, we hang together. Yeah, I was drinking a little with them, but I didn't get drunk like they got drunk. You're being deceived. And then he closes out the verse. Look at it. I need to show you that again. First John 3 and 10. Look at it. He closes out the verse, and I'm closing with this. By saying, First John 3 and 10, y'all there? Amen. Nor is he who does not love his, his brother. You ain't going to like the ways of folk, everybody in the church. You ain't going to like every message I preach. No, you're not. You ain't going to like every message. Because some messages, you're going to actually think, I'm picking. Yeah. But you got to love me. And I got to love you. I got to be able to talk about you, but love you. That didn't sound right, did it? But it's right. You got to be able to say some stuff about me, but you got to love me. If we, if we, if we genuine when it comes to being brothers and sisters. You agree? I'm a Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.